This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. It is time to feature some articles from our featured magazine, Heat Magazine, and there is loads of celebrity gossip to get through, so let's start with rumours of a supergroup. Heat Magazine write, forget McBusted, forget that band on the big reunion, what were they called again? This is the supergroup that Heat Magazine really care about. It has been revealed that Keith Duffy of Boyzone and Westlife's Brian McFadden have joined forces to form, wait for it, Boys Life. Yay! Brian said we all had a chat, the lads and I, we said it would be amazing. Not even just performing together, but can you imagine the crack? Nine of us Irish lads on a tour bus together, going around the world. It would be absolutely amazing. We all get on so well, you never know. We could have so much fun on tour that we end up adding more people to the next one. But right now, this is about me and Keith, but the door is always open. Well, what about new music though? Brian added. Westlife have had 14 number ones, Boyzone have had 9 or 10. There's a lot of material we could perform, but we wouldn't just want to tour the old music all the time. We love making music too. Keith said it might end up on TV and we might record a documentary of it. We might end up writing some more songs together. We just don't know at the moment. There is no limit to this. We're simply going out there with our our ears and our eyes open. The duo will take their two-piece show on tour later this year, kicking off in London on October the 16th before going on to do 11 more shows nationwide. So great news there for fans of Westlife and Boyzone. Boys Life. Can't wait for that one. Now, have you ever wondered, this is from Heat Magazine, what kind of money you could have made if you were in a moderately successful pop band in the 90s and the noughties? Well, you are in luck because Hannah Spirit from S Club 7 has revealed how much money she made during her time in the pop group and it's not as much as you might think. It's easy to think that the band would have earned upwards of a million or more, but Hannah, who's now 34, has admitted that she earned an average of 150k a year while in S Club 7. Now, don't get Heat Magazine wrong, or me for that matter. We would love that kind of money. They just thought that it might have been a touch more given how popular S Club 7 were at the time. Hannah says, in total, I got only around £600,000 from S Club 7 over four years. It was a lot of money, but at the time, I didn't really realise, she said. Hannah, who now stars in Casualty, I didn't know that, great that she's still got a career going. She said, I used the money to buy my first ever house with fiancé Paul. It was a muse house in Crouch End with three bedrooms, and it was very nice. We paid £375,000 for it, and then sold it on for about £475,000 after three years. But I didn't realise how lucky I was then to be able to buy the house outright. I really appreciate it now. But Hannah did admit that there were times when she was a little worried about her finances. She revealed there have been times when things have gone in the wrong direction. It isn't a nice feeling. I'm okay as long as I know I can pay my bills and have a little bit of money on top to go and enjoy myself to go out to the theatre and stuff like that. That's all I need. Anything beyond that is a bonus. That's why I need to keep my stress levels down. I'm a lot better about money now because I've never known where my next job is coming from. Hannah added, 
I've learnt to slow down. I enjoy going to charity shops and vintage shops now and seeking out odd things that not everyone has got. Back in the day, I used to buy more expensive stuff and wear it only once and then it would be hanging in the wardrobe and I wouldn't be able to sell it. Wow, that's really caught my attention, to be honest. If someone like S Club 7 earns £600,000, which regardless of what they're saying there is, an incredible amount of money. Just imagine what the likes of the really successful bands, the likes of Boyzone and Westlife that we were talking about before. I think you could probably add another zero onto those. That is a lot of money and they should certainly not be taking it for granted. That is something special to be earning that much money. Now let's move on and feature another article from Heat Magazine, loads of celebrity gossip and this is all about reality TV. It's from Towie. Gaz Beadle, who is in Geordie Shore, has blasted Towie, saying it's as scripted as Coronation Street. Heat Magazine were always under the impression that rival reality TV stars got on pretty well. Yeah, right. That being said, though, they were a little bit surprised by Geordie Shaw star Gaz Beadle's recent outburst. After watching The Only Way Is Essex being filmed a few years ago in Marbella, 27-year-old Gaz has admitted he couldn't believe how staged it was. He said, people virtually write storylines for the cast. It can go on forever because they'll just bring new people in and then other people will write them a storyline and they can just crack on, turn up and do their little script. There are probably marks on the floor where they have to stand too, he said. And then added, I was in my room at 9am one day and Gemma Collins from The Only Way Is Essex was filming a pool party. She was screeching and I said, what are you doing? She was pretending to be at a pool party. It was just so fake. Gaz continued, I was so angry when I watched it on the TV. They must have done a montage because she was saying how amazing it was. And here I was thinking that simply didn't happen. It was empty. I saw it being filmed. But Heat Magazine say surely this can't be true. Uh, the only way is Essex spokesman has said, as the show disclaimer states, Towie follows the real life of its cast. And while certain situations might be constructed, all of the interactions, reactions, and emotions are completely genuine. Hmm, well, I'll leave that up for you to decide. Yes, the cynical side of me says it probably isn't. But anyway, let's have a look at a bit more celebrity gossip. And this might shed a bit more light on whether these reality shows really are based in truth or whether they're completely scripted and fictional. Because this article from Heat Magazine looks at... Uh, marriages and engagements between reality TV stars. And Heat Magazine wonder if they will ever see a fairy tale ending. Because life in a reality TV show moves very fast. One moment you're single and ready to mingle, the next you're involved in all the dramas of relationship and everybody is all up in your face about it. But if you're a reality TV star and you end up with a ring on your finger quicker than you're comfortable with, it seems that about six weeks is the average then don't fear because here's some news uh, looking at some of the previous celebrity couples from reality TV shows and the first one that Heat Magazine feature is from Sam Fares and Joey Essex it was the on again off again couple of The Only Way Is Essex Sam and Joey first started dating back in 2011 before splitting up 
only four months later. A year passed and the pair admitted that they still had feelings for each other, so they had another go at love in May 2012. And then in April 2013, the pair got engaged in Dubai. Sun, sea, sand and sex on the beach, what more could you want from an engagement, right? But after a few fights, when the TOWIE cast took a trip to Marbs, Joey dumped poor Sam. The pair briefly got back together again in October 2013, but when Joey appeared on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, rumours began about him and Amy Williton, who was also on the show. The pair parted ways again and Sam entered the Celebrity Big Brother house in early 2014, where she found out she had Crohn's disease. Joey came back onto the scene to help Sam and the two rekindled for the fourth and final time before they finally parted ways. Sam is now with her Paul Knightley and they have a son. Now, here's another celebrity couple from reality TV. Let's see if they had any better luck than Sam and Joey there. And this one is from Lucy Mecklenburg and Mario Falcone, one of the most fondly remembered couples of The Only Way is Essex. The pair got engaged on screen on a luxury yacht in Marbs back in 2012. And Heat magazine still tear up now about how beautiful that was. But after cheating rumors and confessions on both sides, the pair called it quits after only a few months of being engaged. The two have since dated other people, but there have been a few rumours floating around this year that they're back in touch. So could we see the beautiful couple reunite soon? Hmm, I don't know. I think they should learn their lessons and realise that perhaps, yes, living out your personal relationships in such a public way isn't the healthiest thing for said relationship. But let's look at another one and see if they had any better luck. Vicky, Vicky, sorry, Patterson and Richie Guanaccio. Mm, These two, it was never gonna end well, was it? Heat Magazine think that during series two of Geordie Shaw, Vicky began seeing newcomer Richie, but the pair had a very rocky relationship with the two constantly fighting. Despite the love-hate relationship, Ricky decided to propose to Vicky in Cancun whilst filming series three of the show. It was pretty romantic and the pair did look pretty loved up for a while according to Heat magazine. However, the couple continued to argue and in series five, Vicky decided to call it a day as she was unhappy in their relationship. Richie, however, later decided to leave the show and let's just say they haven't stayed friends. Well, To be honest, I'm not particularly surprised. I don't think that relationships have that much genuine hope if they're lived out on TV screens for the entertainment of others. Hmm. And if if the guy from Geordie Shaw claims about TOWIE are true, that all of it is scripted and not genuine anyway, then yes, take these relationships that you see on reality shows with a pinch of salt. But we've just got time for one more quick article from Heat Magazine, and they're looking at the UK's newest talent competition. Acoustic artists, listen up. There are loads of talent competitions on the TV. We've got Britain's Got Talent. We've got The X Factor, The Voice, loads of others. But this one comes from Fame Music and Coffee House Sessions. They have launched a new show called Stripped Back. It's an online talent competition to find Britain's best acoustic 
artists. Hugh Stevens will join singer Nina Nesbitt and award-winning producer Eric Appelay. As judges for the contest, the competition aims to find talented acoustic artists across the UK and offer them unique career opportunities. Aspiring artists can upload one original track and intro video to famemusic.com and the public voting opens later in March to select the top 25 tracks, which will then be judged by the panel and the final 15 will upload a second original track, which will be voted for by three judges and the public. The finalist will also get a production track, an official video and international distribution from Abbey Road. That sounds pretty good and Heat Magazine certainly can't find wait to find out who the winner will be. So if you're an aspiring acoustic artist, that sounds like a great opportunity to get your music heard. It's called Stripped Back. You can get more information from heatworld.com, which is where I got all these articles of celebrity gossip from Heat Magazine. It's a fully accessible website. It's great. You could while away hours on there reading about all of the latest gossip. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.